0: How comforting to know that God's presence is with us in every circumstance in our life. From being thrown into a pit, sold and treated as a slave, to being elevated to second in command in the kingdom of Egypt, everything good in Joseph's life was connected to God's presence. Today, on Enjoying the Journey, Scott Pauley leads us through a study on the life of Joseph where we will learn how to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph.
1: What do you do when you don't know what to do? We return in our story today to Genesis chapter 39 and Joseph in prison and the Lord with Joseph. Read the verses with me again. Genesis 39 verses 21 to 23 say, But the Lord was with Joseph. And showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. By the way, could I just point out to you that favor is always first Godward and then manward. The Bible says of Jesus when he came that he increased in favor with God and with man. Favor is always God-given and it must always begin with your relationship to God. So don't start with trying to get favor with man. God gives favor. Seek the Lord. And so in verse 22, it says, And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. Let's observe some very practical things from this passage that Joseph did in the in-between times. You know, oh, the in-between times are difficult sometimes, aren't they? Between the blessings. Uh, in the parenthesis of life. Remember that the parenthesis in a sentence is often necessary to explain the meaning in the story. And so this parenthesis is not wasted. God never wastes a day, never wastes a moment, never wastes an experience, and we should not waste it either. So what can we do when we don't know what to do? Well, here's the first thing. Do what you can right where you are. That's so simple, isn't it? Just do what you can. There's some things you can't do, can't control, can't fix. They're out of your hands. But there are some things you can do. Did you ever notice that while Joseph was here in prison, he had a job? He's not sitting in a corner pouting. He's not just sitting in a prison cell somewhere rotting away, bemoaning his circumstance. No, no. He's working. There was a task given him to do. And this is very important. He not only did it. He did it with everything that was in him. He did it as if he were doing it to God. You know what he was doing? He was serving the Lord in his difficulty. People who live in the presence of God not only see the Lord in their past and remember the Lord in their temptations, but they serve the Lord in their difficulty, and that is exactly what Joseph did. Notice this expression in verse number 22. The Bible says that the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph and all the prisoners that were in the prison. Why would he do that? Because Joseph had done such a thorough job and such a, an excellent job that he trusted him. This is a part of the God-given favor. But Joseph's cooperating with God's favor. Uh, stop waiting on God to give you favor when God's given you a task. Do what God has given you to do. So much passive Christianity today. Are people just sitting around waiting on a lightning bolt from heaven to strike them and God to make something happen. Friend, God will always do his part. But God will not do the part he's given you to do. Uh, so much laziness in all of us. And uh, we must work together with God. Remember, we're labors together with God. There's a, a, a divine cooperation here. And God works as we work with him. And so the Bible says here, and whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Joseph was a doer. Now, he couldn't open the prison door. He couldn't change the circumstance. He couldn't get back to his family. So there were some things he couldn't do. I think sometimes the problems with doers we want to do everything. Uh, you can't do everything, but do what you can. And then sometimes the problems with doers is we we want to uh, we want to imagine that everything we we could do we should do. That's not necessarily the case. No, you do what God has assigned you to do. You do what God has put in front of you today. What is your divine assignment? Then do what you can right where you are. God doesn't work when the circumstances is over. God's working where you are. And God doesn't want you to work when the difficulty is past. God wants you to work right where you are. My pastor said to me years ago, he said, Scott, sometimes the hardest thing on earth to do is just keep put, putting one foot in front of another. And that is true. So today, we must all take the next step. We must all advance. We must be the doer of whatever it is God has given us to do. I was reading a devotionally. Uh, this week, and uh, came to the book of James again, where the Bible makes the great distinction between the hearers and the doers. Oh, there are so many hearers. May the Lord multiply some doers. Too many spectators, not enough participants. A lot of prisoners in that jail, but there was one man who, in the presence of God, said, I'm just going to do what I can right where I am and see what God will do. I'm thinking of that phrase where Jesus said of that woman in, in Scripture, she hath done what she could. Have you done what you could? Or is there something left undone that you need to take action on today? One word jumped out at me in verse 22 here. It is the word whatsoever. That's a big word. Uh, It's one of the interesting words of the Bible. Whosoever is another interesting word, but whatsoever means whatever they did there. Everything that was being done there, Joseph had his hand in it. Joseph was overseeing it. And that word whatsoever brought to my mind some other scriptures. Let me share a couple with you. How about this one? Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 10, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. What is he saying? You can't do anything when you're dead. But if you're alive, if you're breathing, then God has a work for you to do today. And whatever it is you're going to do, the Bible says, do it with all your might. Uh, That principle has a New Testament parallel in the book of Colossians. Uh, Colossians chapter number 3 and verse number 23 says, And whatsoever, there's that word again, whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. I think this is really the open secret to what was going on in Joseph's mind and situation in Genesis 39. He did the work with all of his might. He did the work with all of his heart, but here's the reason. He wasn't doing it for people. He was doing it for the Lord. Remember, this is all about learning to live consciously in the presence of God. I remember reading years ago the the story of a a man whose, whose daily task was just to wash dishes, just to wash dishes, and he thought he was wasting his time, but it was the assignment he was given And then one day he determined that he was going to make that task of washing dishes into an act of worship, and he was going to commune with God as he did it. And he said suddenly it became the most wonderful assignment, the most wonderful task, because the Lord was with him in it, and he was practicing the presence of God. Wouldn't that be wonderful? If we could bring the mighty God into the mundane of life, if we could bring the the glory of God into the nitty-gritty and the grind of every day. Oh, you know, we... We have so many things we just have to do. but Do it heartily. Do it as unto the Lord. And do it with this remembrance that the Lord is the one who rewards. It's not Potiphar. It's not even the keeper of the prison. It is the Lord who rewards in the end. Full circle back to Genesis 39. Could I point out to you that in verse 22 is him doing his responsibility and in verse 23 is the divine resource. I love this. Uh, The the responsibility was do what God's given you to do right in front of you. And the resource was the Lord was with him. The Lord made it to prosper. The psalmist said, let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it." Make that your prayer today. In every task and everything, bring the Lord into that. Uh, Even as you're washing dishes, seek to practice the presence of God. Do your responsibility and draw from His resource. If the Lord is with you, friend, just do
0: what you can right where you are. Too many times we compartmentalize our faith to a single day of the week, often Sunday. But the Lord desires for us to live in His presence daily. And oh, what joy we find in the Lord's presence. You can learn more about living in God's presence by visiting enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph. There, you will find information about Scott's book entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. You can download the free digital book, access the audio book, or purchase the hard copy version. We really believe that the Lord will use this book to help you learn how to live in God's presence. We look forward to having you with us next time on Enjoying the Journey.